I say, we're all gonna drink a lot of tequila tonight later, very authoritatively, so my friends know I'm going to drink a lot of tequila tonight later. The moon flies up out of the forest like a bat all covered in pollen. Well, it's a beautiful day in the gulch, and our lungs are filled up with smoke from the poor air quality, and it's making us sluggish and slow, and, and stupid even. So, this episode might be an uphill battle, but we're pretty good at just rolling that rock up the hill. Yep. That's, that's what the show is. It's a Sisyphean task. We're just rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling and rolling. I don't really think of it as a Sisyphean task. I think of it more of as, more of as a um, an infinite broadcast or a, a frequency, sort of a frequency that anyone can tune to anytime. Yeah. Well, what what um. If it had to be some kind of mythic archetype, what would it be? It's definitely not a Herculean task. No, no. Well, that was my problem with the Sisyphean, Sisyphean task, allu- illusion, allegory. Because it just sounds like so strong. It sounds like he's so strong. Pushing the, you know, but something, yeah. but something like... Something like reshelving library books is a Sisyphean task. Yeah. I always thought, like, a Sisyphean task, like, yeah, even though it seems like it requires a lot of strength, it's just the word. Sissy. Sissy. (laughs) So I think, I really do think, like, having a podcast that no one listens to and doing it every week for the rest of your life until you die is Sisyphean. Or it could be more like... uh, Maybe it's more like Promethean in that, not in Prometheus' Prometheus's life, but in Prometheus' death, where he was every day, every day an eagle came and ate his liver. <laughs> <laughs> He's chained to a rock. That's actually, that's exactly what it is. <laughs> the podcast is a rock that we're chained to. And yeah, every day, every day, raptors peck at our innards. It's my rock. Yeah. And without it, I'm unmoored. Maybe a bird comes to visit me. Many a bird comes to visit me. Could you imagine if we were unmoored? The turbulence the turbulence of our lives if we were unmoored it'd be out of control yeah i'd be tumbling along every ship needs a dock and you are my rock miles i'm your rock no no well i meant that in a positive way oh thanks you know, when I'm having, like, that's a good thing about friendship is, you know, like, I have a therapist, but also I have Miles, too. 
you know what I mean? Like where, you know, like if I'm ever having a hard time, I can talk to my therapist about it and they can say things like, you know what, you should try um, gratitude and um, mindfulness meditation and stuff like that. Or I could talk to you and, you know, you maybe just tell me straight up that I'm being stupid or or that um, I'm right or I don't know. Like, yeah. you, like your friends have a better grasp of who you are as a person. Yeah, these therapists, the things these therapists will life. never give you a straight answer. Yeah, I'll ask like I'll ask them, "What should I do?" And they'll say, "What do you think? You what should do you do? think you should do?" Whereas your friend would be like, might be like, "No, dude, don't do that." Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so that's what I mean by my rock, because you rock. You're my homie. Thanks, bro. Yeah. Yeah, there should be, like, better therapists. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. Yeah, that's true. No, it's fine. I, they if should you're, just make it, no, AI, it's like, Well, it's like if you're really in the trenches, you do need someone to tell you, you know, you can believe in yourself. You can trust in yourself. You're a capable person. Mm-hmm. But if you're, if you know that you're a capable person... And you're still confused? Yeah, then you need someone who uh, sort of understands the ins and outs of your personality and you, or I don't know, I'm sorry. Or like you, you need someone who can um, put a little flame under your feet. Oh, yeah. You need a little external motivation, I think. Yeah. If you true. have internal motivation, but your internal motivation is, um, I'm not, I'm not, and I'm not talking about you. <laughs> I'm not sideways talking about you. But if the shoe fits. But if the shoe fits, <laughs> wear it. Yeah. Is that what is that the rest of that term? If the shoe fits, wear it. Yeah. There's a lot of sh- I feel like there's a lot of shoe idioms. Yeah, the shoe's on the wrong foot. Yeah. Walk a mile one? and s- That sounds like one. It could be one. The shoe's on the other foot. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. Waiting for the other shoe to drop. What's that? Walk a mile and someone. Yeah, I don't know. What like I don't. It's like, I don't know what the the like uh, actual meaning of it is. You know, like I don't know what the re- referent of the idiom is. Like yeah. Like like when in life are you actually waiting for the other shoe to drop? Like when you're listening to someone take off their shoes. I don't get it. But like maybe you, you're like a stowaway and you're hiding under a bed. Yeah. And like maybe you can only go out on the ship and steal bread when the captain, when the captain, is captain asleep. goes to sleep. Yeah. So you're waiting for his other boot to fall off so he can drift off to sleep and you can sneak out and eat potatoes and drink rum. Yeah. Can you imagine being on a ship and the only thing to drink is rum? That's so terrible. I know, and then That's you have like to work. You have to work so for twelve terrible. hours a day, and then you just drink rum and hardtack. That'd be so terrible. Yeah. Like you wouldn't get drunk, and you wouldn't your 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 thirst would never be quenched. But also, you'd never get drunk because it's the only thing you drink. Yeah. Pirate's life is not for me. 
Dude, I, w- I read an article about a stowaway on an airplane. And I didn't even know that, that that, like, happened, but it does. It happens. Yeah. Like, these dudes, like, flew from uh, Johannesburg to London. Were they in the airplane or, like... I think I've read about people who, like, hold on. Yeah, they were, like, stowaways in, like, the luggage compartment or or something, like, under the plane that wasn't fully closed, right? Yeah. Or something like that, where it's, like, they're, like, in, like, the mechanics or something. And, like, it was, like, two guys and one guy, like, like, they made it all the way to London, but then, like, when it was landing, one of the guys fell out and died. And then the other guy made it. Yeah. But he, like, broke his leg. What's the most peril you've ever been in? Um, I don't know. Yeah. To find peril. Like, a situation similar to being a stowaway. In an airplane? In an airplane, but the this, hatch isn't dude, closed. Being a stowaway in an airplane is, like, that's, like, the craziest, that's, like, the most terrifying thing I can think of, almost. I don't know. I I don't. I. What about you? I haven't been in. I haven't been in perilous situations. Yeah, I haven't been in too much peril. I guess like a couple. I mean, some bad, some car accidents, some minor car accidents. I guess I've never been in a car accident. What about the time where we were driving home from New York and I uh, dozed off? Oh, you and I swerved. Remember that? Yeah, you fell asleep while you were driving and and we went off the road that was perilous for and i all i did was go ah! <laughs> and you just woke up and you're like i'm so sorry and i was like dude you don't have to apologize to me you're really tired that's not what you were like what i was like what was i like you were like really scared and you're like should i drive oh yeah okay i was like okay what was i like i was like your eyes were really wide and you got really quiet and you're like should i drive And then what'd you say? I said, I got it. And I let you drive the rest of the way. Yeah. Yeah, that was, that was perilous. I was actually scared in that moment because I was like, wow, we like, we like drove off the road, like not fully off the, like, like, but like the, it, the car was like halfway off the road and we were listening to like picture by filter. No, we weren't. You we were listening, we were listening to, uh, Cause I won't remember. That would have been way more poetic. Can you imagine dying to that song? Yeah. We were listening to, like, the <laughs> Eagles. We were listening to, like, 70s uh, pop country rock, which uh, is, like, music that's really easy to fall asleep to. Take it easy. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> take it easy. That would be poetic to die to, too. Don't let the sound of your own wheels make you crazy or wake you up from your nap while you're driving from Cincinnati to Bloomington, Indiana. Yeah, that was also a bad experiment, trying to, like, get a cheaper flight by the Cincinnati airport. Yeah. And I remember you were, like, worried about, like, uh, us being tired when we're flying to L.A. from leaving so early. The reason you were so tired on that trip is because I picked you up from work at the bar to go to the airport oh i didn't sleep you didn't sleep at all oh whoa i forgot about that 
because like I was like yeah okay I can go you're like I can go really early and I was like yeah I can go really early too and then like but I, I you were like I, I have like, to work I don't know why we didn't I just plan didn't it better take off work well we're bad at planning things yeah and we like we think it's funny to be bad at pl- to like do stunts like that I always it's like a sort of Sisyphean ta- no it's a Herculean feat. I think it's, um, I think it's, it's re- just, re- what? it's like Icarus, except, except we're not flying anywhere near to the sun, but our <laughs> wings are still falling off anyway. <laughs> yeah, man. But we get better. We, we we respect ourselves more and more each day. Yeah, that's how I feel. Yeah. Yeah, man, Icarus was kind of an idiot. Well, his dad put him up to it. It's like the it's like that poor kid who died in the submarine. He was like he flew too far away from the sun. Well, it's just like you try to do, the, you, you, you have this like intrepid father and you try to do the right thing, but then you die, I guess. Did it, I don't yeah, know. Yeah, no, that's cool. Yeah, I, I can no, see yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, good. No, yeah, you, you know, that's good, that's good. Might be more like, uh, well, see, like the problem with the, the Icarus illusion is like he disobeyed his father. The kid that Icarus disobeyed his father and died because he disobeyed his father. Oh. His dad was like, don't fly too close to the sun. I got you these wings, but don't fly too close to the sun. And he's like, I'll do whatever I want, because I have swag. And then... Not swag. I was saying not swag. I, I said not swag, oh, like, when people oh. are like, oh, not, not the swag. Mm. Well, I think there's... Yeah. But the boy in the submarine, he just went down there to please his father. So I don't know, like, what mythology that would align with, where... Honestly, the boy in the submarine is like the son of Job (laughs) in the Bible. Yeah. Job, like, sacrificed his son, and then um, God still destroyed all of his his whole life. Except he didn't kill him. But, you know, the son was sacrificed for, the, for like, the father. There's probably a better one than that. That's just all I can think of right now. Yeah. Maybe there isn't a mythic archetype for every situation. No, there is. All you have to do is, like, just stretch. Yeah. Jesus. What about Jesus? What about Jesus? I think, you know, Jesus, the archetype of Jesus, I think, has been very compelling. So, like, he kind of, he, there's, like, a father and a son there. Is that similar? Nah. Well, no, God was like, yeah, I'm going to force you to die. Yeah, God forced Jesus to die. 
Let's change this. Yeah, jeez, <laughs> man. Jeez. Jesus, man. I went and saw the new Wes Anderson movie. Oh, cool. Any good? No. Wes Anderson, like, he really needs to shake it up. <laughs> he really needs to surprise the audience. He hasn't surprised us since uh, Steve Jiju. Steve Jiju. Well, yeah, that's true. That was a surprise. How is how are you surprised with Bossa Nova, or with or with animation? Or yeah, I think the animation. The Life Aquatic surprised you in that. What? It was boring. I was 16 years old, and I wanted to, like, be a hipster, and I watched The Life Aquatic, and it was really boring. That's how it surprised me. I should rewatch it. I liked Rushmore as a kid. Rushmore is, like, the best one. It's a classic thing, like, where it's, like, like bands. The demo's always better. Yeah. Have you seen Bottle Rocket, though? Yeah, and Rushmore is way better than Bottle Rocket. Okay, the demo isn't always better. Sometimes the first, the first, the first LPs is best. Yeah. 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 But, yeah, you know. But at least he's him. At least Wes Anderson knows himself. I remember you... I, I don't know if you said this on pod or just in conversation with me, but you were like, AI, like... I said it on Twitter and replied to Kevin Crowder. Uh, you were saying... Just say it. Say what I said. You say it. No, you say it. You brought it up. You said that, like that like uh wes anderson is the only person who should be afraid of ai replacing them mm-hmm. as an artist because i think that's like what asteroid city is like yeah it's like if like if like ai made a movie it's like a paint by numbers wes anderson wes movie anderson. Yeah. yeah and it didn't make any sense to me which you know like it it is like sort of like this sort of like frame sort of frame story where it's like really meta where it's like it's a play within a it's like a play within a movie you know or a play within a play within yeah. a movie or whatever so i don't even know what the hell i'm even watching because it would jump around and like the characters are playing Sometimes they're playing themselves, and then sometimes they're playing the character, and then it jumps around or whatever. Yeah, I don't know. But it, it was diff. Well, it was difficult for me to follow because I ate a bunch of Long John Silvers <laughs> before I went in there. Actually, all right, check it out. This is embarrassing. I, I'm not proud of it, but this is what happened. I ate a chicken spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's oh no right after work and then as I was going to the movie I grabbed a monster energy yeah I drank a monster energy yeah and then waiting around driving around I consumed a Taco Bell bean burrito and some clam strips and deep fried shrimp from Long John Silver's. Oh my god, dude. Yeah, so your brain was just so inflamed from sugar and and sodium. 
while yeah. you were watching Asteroid City. I was watching Asteroid City, and I was like thinking of only really of the asteroids that were in my tummy. <laughs> you know, I turned my tummy into Asteroid what, City. What was your thought process like when you went to uh, Taco Bell and you and you were you like? Were you driving to that side of town because you knew you wanted to do both? Or did you go to Taco Bell and then you realized you were still hungry, so you went to Long John's? Well, I was over there. I was over there because, like, Esther wanted to get snacks from the Dollar General to sneak in. Yeah, that's always a good move. And I was like, I'm not hungry because I'm, I just ate a sandwich from Wendy's. But then... I was like, oh, Taco Bell's right there. I'll just get a Taco Bell. But then I realized Long John Silver's was right across the street, too. And we had, like, 30 or 40 minutes to kill. So I was just sort of, like, killing time. And um, also killing myself, (laughs) basically. (laughs) So, yeah... I think I was, like, maybe kind of, like, on the verge of being diabetic, like, while I was watching it. So, like, it wasn't really in, like, a good... I wasn't really in a good headspace. Yeah. You should have been drinking, like, Soylent and, uh... I should have showed up. And, like, those veggie crisps from Trader Joe's. Yeah, I should have showed up ready to, um, ready to digest. Yeah. Your belly Uh, should have been full of probiotic soda. Olipop or something. That's okay. You'll get them next time, Tiger. But the previews, man, like the previews, I was like, all of the previews for Wes Anderson movie. Yeah. They were all like hipster movies yeah so what were the previews a24 barbie no they weren't a24 they were like uh they were it seemed like they were like there was like some movie where emma stone is like limping around or something (laughs) like she's like a frankenstein or something and it looked very uh it it looked very um 2000s yeah emma stone is like 2000s oh yeah 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 straight out of super bad and that sort of thing and then there was another one where it was like there was a preview for like this thing that looked like a michael sarah type movie or something but it's about aliens yeah but was michael sarah in it no but it was like people were dressed like that like what like in a striped shirt and they're like teenagers making out and stuff yeah but it's about aliens and i was like okay and then there was another one that i can't remember what it was there was like three or four where i was like oh all of these are like not all of these are like kind of like geared towards like hipster type people and i was thinking like oh this is like like each one seemed like it was kind of like I could draw some connection to like the 2000s, like 2006 or something. And I was like, 
thinking like, oh, I wonder if this is just because this is a Wes Anderson movie or if this is like a trend of stuff. Oh, another one was like, there's like a, like was just an ad for Old Boy being re-released. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Well, what what would you have done? I mean, mean, it makes sense to. No, yeah, 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 no, yeah. I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I would have done the same thing. But I was just thinking, like, oh, yeah. I would just trend, just watching trends, like, it seems like all of that, like, 2000s hipster crap is coming back. Well, I feel like it's crazy. It's like, I feel like all of those movies you described, like, five, even, like, ten, even five years from now, people are going to feel like those are fake movies. You know what I mean? Like, you know, like, there's so many movies where it has, like, a big name attached to it, but the premise is so bizarre that it feels fake. There was one movie that I just remembered where it was, like, basically, like, it's, like, basically, like, Dumb and Dumber, but it's, like, two lesbians. Yeah. I, I was not thinking, like, oh, people would be like, oh, those are fake movies. I was thinking, like, oh, my, these all look, like, kind of more like more like real movies or something. But maybe, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, like, I just feel like everything's flash in the pan or something. Yeah. Like, The Lighthouse. Like, who still wants to watch The Lighthouse? I think that people... I think that would be a classic. I've never you seen think? it. I feel like it'll just be... <laughs> it'll just be a 2018... It'll no. just be forgotten. As, a, as an artifact of 2018, I feel like those A24 movies are all, like, pump and dump. I don't know. I, th- I think a lot of those will be classics, honestly. Like, I, I think I haven't seen... I haven't seen a lot of them, but... <laughs> you just feel like they're, they're classics. You, no, yeah. I don't think you, you know need I mean? to see movies to critically assess, uh, assess them. <laughs> I actually believe that. Do you, you actually believe that? Yeah. Yeah, me too. You're just copying me. Nah. Yeah, you are. No, man. What did I just say? You just copied me. No, I said it before. I said... I said... Oh, you're right. I was, I was copying classics. you. Well, it's like you can tell, like... You can, you can sort of kind of tell, like, without having seen it, just kind of by, like, the general like audience like reaction and stuff like does someone I, I could be like oh does someone I like or and respect like that movie and if the answer is yes and then if the answer is oh multiple people I like res- and respect right. like that movie then I'll be like that's probably a good movie you just have to copy uh, you just have to copy multiple people in order yeah to determine yeah. How classic a movie's gonna be. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, like the it depends on the it depends on the selection of people, you know. Yeah, if you if you just uh if you curate your friends um effectively, <laughs> you don't ever have to think for yourself again. <laughs>
We both have taken our glasses off. Yeah, I like to take my glasses off. Like, uh, does it make you smarter or dumber? It makes me. Uh, I think it makes me dumber. But you don't always have to be seeing everything, you know. Yeah, you can just kind of intuit it. You know it's there. You don't have to see something to know it's there. In in like a hundred years of solitude. Yeah. Why a, did you watch that movie? Wait, no. That's a book. A hundred years that's of solitude a is a good book. Sorry, I was thinking about that stupid like Tilda Swinton movie that you watched. Oh, three thousand years of longing. Yeah. I watched it. Well, all right. I'll tell you why I watched it. Because it came up on my like feed and I just clicked on it. <laughs> it looked it looked like cheaply made and cr- like that scene you sent us looked really cheap and crass. Like I, like it looked like something from like a like an X-rated 300 parody. Like epic movie. That's why I sent it. Yeah. That's why I sent it because it was really funny. It was like a guy who looked exactly like Jeremy. Don't say it. Don't say that. It was a guy who looked exactly like a guy we know. And he was walking around like sort of his harem, inspecting all these women who were very big bodied. It had to. It had to do with the story. It made sense with the story. But um. But anyway, you were talking about a hundred years of solitude, not three thousand years of longing. What were you saying about that book? Well, I was saying that um, there's a character who's blind. It's like this grandmother, and she just like pretends like she's not blind. And, like, she's so good at pretending that no one knows that yeah, she's blind. like Stevie Wonder. <laughs> no, Stevie Wonder. Oh, that's the opposite. That's the opposite. Well, I don't, I don't actually believe that. I, yeah, I don't believe it either. You just have to take people at their word. All you can do is take people at their word. You can't ever understand someone's inner world. That's true. You can only... It's impossible. You can only begin to grasp it yeah that's true and that's a beautiful thing about like art and stuff is like you get to share a bit of your inner world with others and but most of the time it's misinterpreted or people will say it sucks and then you'll be like well, I don't know. And that's why art can be scary. To make or to consume? I mean, not to, to make, to take in. To share. What's scarier, making it or sharing it? Sharing it? Making is, making is like totally fine. But sharing it is like where you, is the vulnerable part where you like oh okay like here's this here's this 
part of my inner world that I thought would be appropriate to share. Yeah. And then some... So it's like... Like... I'm guilty of this, too. Like, I'll go to, like, an art show or something like that, and I'll be like, this sucks, you know? But if you think about it from, from the perspective of what we were just talking about, it's like, that's, like, kind of a shitty... Well, I, I don't agree at all. I don't think art is inherently sharing your inner world. I get yeah. It, well, it's not inherently. I guess it just depends on. It depends. Yeah, it's not inherently that. I think it probably is for a lot of people though. No. Yeah. I don't know. Well, the, that's the air is that's, kind of thick. Today. Yeah. Well, I think uh, we, we got plenty of we got plenty of good conversation out of that. I'm just trying to check. Yeah, we can we can end the show. Usually, I ask for a fun. I I just ask for a final thought every time. I know there's not a final thought. You just gave your final thought. There's never a final thought. It's always just ongoing. Yeah. All right. Well, do you want to say bye? Do you want to say anything? Do you well, have, you know, like, do you have any recommendations? Oh, recommendations. Yeah. Um. I've been reading *Savage Detectives* by Roberto Bolaño, which is a really, I a book I like a lot because it's about like all these like poets who young poet idiot guys I think it's pretty cool what about you I watched 15 minutes of uh, Stalker by Karkovsky yeah because people said that our episode where we were at the hospital was like that really yeah oh I wanna watch it alright copy (laughs) 